0: What's going on today? Thanks for stopping by. This episode of the podcast is proudly brought to you by Muskoka Spray Foam Insulation. If you need your home spray foamed, be sure to check out msfi.ca today. Drew and the crew are waiting to hear from you by Highland Custom Builders. Your vision, built custom by Kyle Outridge Productions if you need custom graphic work, merchandise or anything for your big event be sure to check out Kyle Outridge Productions today find them on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you name it they're there for you for your custom graphic work and lastly we're brought to you by Manscaped be sure to check out the gold standard in men's grooming by heading over to manscaped.com find what you need be sure to check out the Lawn Mower 3.0, and when you get ready to check out, use the offside code OFFSIDE20 to get yourself 20% off on your purchase. Alright ladies and gentlemen, let's go! Are you ready to go offside? Because it's Offside Hockey Talk with your host, James Roberts. How's she doing today? It's James, your host for Offside Hockey Talk, sitting down with a very special guest today as we have none other than the fourth overall pick in the NWHL Entry Draft, a Yale graduate, and a powerful voice for women's hockey and the black community, this is Soroya Tinker. Soroya, how are you doing today? Fine, we got her done.
1: I'm so sorry, I've been so incredibly busy and I neglect some of my messages sometimes
0: so I apologize. (laughs) No, it's not on you it's on me, there's been so many times that you've been ready and I've said the same thing where something has come up or for whatever (laughs) reason things just don't mesh but I'm very excited to have you on, Uh, you know, Mike gave me a call out here in Nova Scotia and said hey I got this awesome person who'd like to swing by and talk to you and he mentioned it was you and I was real excited because we had just come off the interview with uh, Carly Jackson who was drafted third and Tori Sullivan was on from the Boston Pride. So, I mean, it's awesome to have you on, and there's just so much to talk about. So, thank you for, uh, for sparing the time, and I know you're extremely busy, so I really appreciate it.
1: For sure. Thanks for
0: having me on. <laughs> Not a problem. So we'll jump right into her. I'll just do a little introduction, and then we'll uh, we'll tear after your career and everything you're involved with now. Obviously, there's a lot of things on the table. So anything you want to talk about or bring up or whatever, it's an open forum. Nothing's closed off, so feel free to, to let her rip, and uh, I'll go in any direction you want. Okay. Um, do you
1: know how
0: long uh, or, like, about how long we'll be? Uh, I usually say anywhere between 15 and 20 minutes. okay. Alrighty, All right, so today we are sitting down with none other than the fourth overall draft pick in the NWHL draft, a Yale graduate and a voice for women's hockey and in the black community. I want to give a warm welcome to Soroya Tinker. Soroya, thank you for taking the time with me today. Yeah, for sure.
1: Thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited to talk about <laughs> my my team.
0: Cur- <laughs> <laughs> well... Tell me, walk me through this. Obviously drafted fourth overall to the Riveters in the NWHL draft. How did that feel? And, you know, this draft here was kind of special because they had the, you know, the COVID edition, so to speak, but it was someone special introducing each draft pick. So I want to know for you, how did it feel going fourth? Did you know where you were going? And take me through the fact that, you know, watching someone announce your name and be like, whoa, I went fourth overall.
1: Yeah, uh, I definitely didn't expect to go fourth overall. Um, I knew I was going to be drafted, but I didn't expect to go that high just as a, as a big, strong defenseman. But I think that the NW did an amazing job of doing our draft on Twitter. And, and um, I love how Renee has announced my, my draft pick on, on uh, her video there. I really appreciate that with Black Girl Hockey Club. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely... Super excited to start my professional career, and, and I'm ready to get things started
0: as soon as things cool down. <laughs> yeah, well, COVID's thrown a wrench in a lot of things, but, you know, the excitement of being drafted fourth overall is absolutely amazing. And the NWHL is gaining momentum. Um, For you, going into your first season, what are you looking forward to the most? Obviously, Toronto now has a team, too, so there'll be a lot of, you know, going between the states and obviously Canada, but I'm wondering for you what is your big moment, what are you looking forward to most, other than your first game, of course?
1: Yeah, I think I'm just looking forward to having the opportunity to to use my platform. Um, I I know that through the NW, they've been supporting me um, non-stop and I think that playing professionally I'll have the opportunity to reach more girls and inspire more women. I think that's very exciting for me. Um, Besides my, my first game and playing at a new pace, but I think that those those things are definitely my top priorities and definitely the things I'm most
0: excited about. Well, let's talk about that for just a moment because I've spoken with a, a couple of your league mates in Carly Jackson and Tori Sullivan, and I asked them the same question. For for the game in the NWHL and women's hockey in general, what do you think are the concrete steps that need to be taken to grow the game and, and get everything going? For me, I always said, you know, it's grassroots, and it needs investment from you know the big networks and things like that to get it on and get it in front of more people and get more people involved. I know here in Halifax we're hosting the uh, the Women's World Hockey Championship again next year. As long as COVID decides to keep itself cool, um, we we're supposed to have it this year. But the the buzz was palpable. Everybody was excited about it. Couldn't wait. I have a seven year old daughter who was just chomping at the bit to see it, and she watched the entire oh, yeah. <laughs> NWHL draft, and she's really excited to to watch that and. I'm very encouraged because I want her to, you know, to look up to athletes like like herself and, and, you know, use those as role models and, you know, model herself after great women. And, you know, there's so many of you that are coming through the NWHL and having a voice and, you know, and being able to use your platform, yeah. like you said. And I want her to be, to feel that way, to feel empowered, to feel there's no borders, no boundaries, that everything can be pushed through. And, you know, basically she can do whatever she wants and, this, for me, is amazing, and I love showing her and letting her see and take part in all that stuff. So, for you, I mean, what do you think the, the game needs to do to grow properly, and what is your, I guess, to Roya's ideas?
1: Yeah, I think the first thing that I, I go to is just um, gaining that level of respect we need from our, our fan base and from other people in the hockey community, just because I know that... Um, we do get hate on a little bit, I guess, just being women in the sport. But I think that once people watch us play and people recognize that we can play at that speed and, and it's physical and it's um, we put our bodies through a lot and we train super hard, just as hard as the men do. I think that once we gain that level of respect and people see how hard we work, then things will, will start to change. Um, but then again, I think that with the NW um, – promoting it in the way that they do, I think that it leads for a great opportunity for our players to to build our platforms and reach other women. So I think that that'll be very important um, in terms of building the game.
0: I sat down last week with uh, Robbie Shrimp and he he's dealing with uh you know building his own company and he has a lot of people coming in and working with him from the N W H L, from you know the the national teams, from Canada team, USA and, you know, he was telling me, he's like you wouldn't believe you know he's like he's like I'm on the ice and they're dangling me and they're doing things that you know are blowing my mind and he's like I don't understand why they don't get the same level of respect because they're they're just as good as us and they should be way up there and he he was just he was saying you know the fact that it's not put on tv and the fact that it's not pushed as hard I mean everybody talked about the all-star game and how amazing it was for the women you know the women's game in the all-star game that was the the most talked about part So, I mean, the hype is there, and it just needs to be, I think, promoted the right way by outside sources. I think the NWHL does an amazing job. They're always vocal on Twitter and all social media, and everyone I've spoken to, you know, has their platform and has their ideas of growing it. I think it just needs someone to step in from a Sportsnet or a TSN or ESPN and just say, hey, you know what, this is what we're going to do, and just lay down some roots, and make it so that everybody can see it, because once you see it and experience it, it's absolutely 100% on par with everything else, and it shouldn't be treated any differently.
1: For sure, and I I have a 9-year-old brother, and I I know he really enjoys watching the women's game, and I think that a lot of other people would find the same, um, given the chance, and I think that it's so important that we are given the chance, just because we we are deserving of it, and we do work so hard, and, and we deserve to be paid, and we deserve to be watched, and... And have our jerseys thought and all that good stuff. Um, So I think I'm really looking forward to seeing how the
0: game progresses. Well, the one thing I like the most about the NWHL is, you know, watching players in the NHL or even other leagues for hockey, they don't really promote the fact that they want them to have personality. And I love the fact that the NWHL is completely saying, hey, you know what, make sure you have personality. Make sure you're your own person. Yes, you're a part of our league and a part of a team, but make sure you also represent yourself and make sure that your platforms yep. and your beliefs and everything are out there, and they're fully supportive of it, which, if you look at other leagues, they kind of like it to be all buttoned up and everybody to you know march to the same drum, which is, I think, ridiculous. I think everybody's an individual. Everybody has their own beliefs and core beliefs and things that they should be able to talk about and, and be passionate about, and that's one thing I love about the NWHL.
1: Yeah, for sure. I I couldn't agree more. I think that they do an amazing job, and and I think that as a black woman coming up in the sport, that they've definitely allowed me to be myself and and be that outspoken and and positive figure and role model for other girls. And I really appreciate that, just because I do want to use my platform for good, and and I do want to be able to be myself. So I definitely really appreciate them for that.
0: No, and then that's what needs to be done, and that's the steps that need to be taken to... To grow the game and then to also give back to the grassroots level. Because like I said, my daughter seeing all of you, you know, being drafted and playing and just all that different stuff. You know, when the Toronto Furies, I'll use them as an example, were in Toronto before that league folded. We watched a game on Sportsnet and she was just enthralled. And she watched the entire thing from, from start to finish. Now, if I had her to sit down with me to watch a Maple Leaf game, she's disinterested after the first period. She just wants to know who wins in the morning. But... She was hanging on the entire game, and it was completely different for her. So I want to see more of that and, you know, more of that grow. And it looks like it's going that way. Um, For you, I'm wondering, you know, obviously there are some of the best players that aren't in the league right now. And what are your thoughts? What do you think the ultimate goal is, obviously, to get one league and get everything growing the way it should be? What are your your thoughts on all of that?
1: Um, I mean, I, I support both leagues. And I I think that both are trying to advocate for the women's game, and I think that's so important, um, whatever way they choose to do it. So I I think that eventually we'll end up coming together and supporting each other as women in the sport, but I think for right now, I think both leagues are doing a good job of promoting that and and providing a a platform for their players to play and and vocalize their opinions and, and passions as well.
0: So, we got to ask obviously, we we're talking about, you know, our, you're your brother and then my daughter, obviously looking up to, to players in women's hockey. I'm wondering for you, coming up through the game, who were some of the players that you loved and wanted to emulate as players yourself?
1: Yeah, so I, I think in the women's game, I, I didn't really have any role models in terms of other black females just because there aren't that many of us. Um, but I also recognize that that Nursey and, and Blake Bolden have, have been there in the game, and, and they've done an amazing job of, of advocating for black women in the game as well. Um, my team has always been Pittsburgh, so um, I've always liked Malkin, um, always liked LaTang, uh, but definitely try to, try to model my game after some of those players. But, um, but yeah, I think that I, I've developed my own style and my own, Uh, Defensive style, and I'm definitely excited to improve on it in the upcoming years in the NW.
0: So, going into your rookie season this year in the NWHL, what are you looking to achieve? Obviously, everybody has a a thought process of what they want to do. Some guys and gals want to be, you know, um, defensive first, so they want to be offensive first. Are you a person that strives for one or the other? I know there's lots of players, like I said, that like to score the goals, get the points, and then there's some that just want to shut everything down and be that stalwart force in the back end.
1: Yeah, I think throughout my career, my, my role on my team has changed. Just because when I was younger, I was a Russian defenseman, end-to-end type style, but as I progressed into the NCAA, I, I found myself being that strong core defensive player and and making sure that I'm not on for for those other rules and making sure that everybody gets shut down as soon as they come towards me. Um, So I think with the NW, I'm I'm looking forward to being able to make that first pass out of the zone and and being that reliable defenseman for the Riveters.
0: Well, it's going to be amazing to see that. I I have to ask the question. Obviously, we're talking about COVID a little bit and, you know, having the ability where it needs to cool off. um, What is going to make Soroya excited to get to the rink but feel safe at the same time. What do you need in place to make sure that everything's going to be good to go?
1: Yeah, I, I think um, in terms of in terms of uh, personal stuff, I think that talking, communicating with my coaches in terms of what I need as, as a black player in the league um, that'll be definitely very important for me. But I think that um, the other thing that's important is just making sure everybody's safe and healthy before we we go progress in the way that we we would have before, but as of right now, our season's been pushed back, so we're we're looking forward to getting things started, but getting things started in a productive way, that's not going to harm anyone.
0: No, definitely, and I know there's a lot of steps being taken, you know, for every league to come back properly, and I really hope that the NWHL gets back on time. Now, obviously with you, you have the platform, you know, you're very powerful, I watch everything that you do. And I'd be sure to show it to my daughter, like I said, because I want those positive thoughts and just being able to show her that you can do anything that you want to do. There's no limits, no boundaries. I want to ask you, Soroya, for someone who's watching, you know, and wanting to get into hockey at a younger age, whether it be, you know, just a young gal um, or anyone, what would you recommend that they need to do to basically get themselves ready and get themselves, you know, educated to get into the game properly.
1: Yeah, I think that it's so important to develop those basic skills from the very start. Um, so my advice for for women that want to study in the game is, is just go for it. Um, don't be intimidated by by the other men in the sport. Don't be intimidated by by whatever else you might be. Um, and I think that it's important that that the girls in the sport just push for push for their acceptance at the ranks Push for um, being included on their teams, whether they play with boys or or, or girls, um, but I think that developing those basic skills—so skating, stick handling—I um, think those things are definitely important. Um, I know that skating is one of those first things that that coaches and other players look at when evaluating another player. So I think as long as you've got those skating habits down pat, um, you, you're ready to develop any other skill. But I think that my main advice is just to go for it. Um, own own the sport as a woman and i think that i'm totally looking forward to
0: seeing other women step up in the game that is great advice and you know it's something that needs to be followed obviously the timidness not even just from women just in general for life uh, there's a lot of things that can be going into what you just said about actually going for it and taking a chance and taking a risk and just not worrying about it because you need to to push yourself to see where you can go um For you, obviously, as well, you have a huge platform for Black Lives Matter. And I want to ask you, Soroya, what are some things people can look at on your page? And what are some of the things you're working on right now? Because I'd love to get that out there for people to go check out and people to get involved with.
1: Yeah, so I think my first go-to will be um, just explaining. So I I actually just announced my mentorship program um, today. So on my website, I provide... um, a platform where people can read my story and understand where I come from, but also check out my educational resources that I've put on there, um, whether that be the Black Lives Matter resources I've put on, um, or self-care or, or mental health and counseling resources, and then also through my mentorship, I, I just want to be able to be that role model for young girls, and I, and I hope that people will sign up and recognize that, um, and then additionally, just on my Instagram and, and Twitter, I'm constantly posting just um, positive resources and positive vibes all around. So um, for, for that, I think it's super important that people recognize that on my platform and, and give me a follow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, no, definitely. They should give you a follow regardless. You are one of the up-and-comers for the NWHL Cannot wait to see you on the ice this season. Cannot wait to speak with you once the season gets rolling as well. Soroya, I want to thank you for taking the time. I know you've been extremely busy. Thank you for everything you're doing for women's hockey, and thank you for everything you're doing for the black community as well. I love the fact that there is powerful voices coming through this, and I really enjoy speaking with you today. For sure.
1: Thank you so much for supporting the women's game and having
0: Beyonce. Not a worry, Soroya. Thank you so much, and have yourself a wonderful day. So as you heard, that was Soroya Tinker drafted fourth overall by the Riveters. You will see her on the ice for the NWHL this season. Be sure to check out all of Soroya's platforms. Check out her mentorship program. Be sure to give her a follow on Instagram, on Twitter. Be sure to follow everything that she is doing. Obviously, we need to help out and grow the women's game as much as we can. So whatever you can do, make sure you get out to a game. Make sure you're watching. Make sure you're posting. Make sure you're commenting, retweeting, and being a part of just the entire conversation. Ladies and gentlemen, I thank you very much for swinging by. We will have lots more NWHL content as the season rolls on. (music)